It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armand Ross, they brought the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin Inundo scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good thirsty Thursday morning to you. It is the second day of March 2023. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Cahalen, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you, join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176. on Twitter, XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on YouTube at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website, Danny Cahalen is at Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. If you want to holler at us individually on Twitter, or you can even shoot us an email, fan feedback, email inbox, xpmornings at gmail.com. Gentlemen, good morning to uh, to both of you. How are you on this Thursday? Thursday, what is going on over there? Exciting, exciting times in Detroit sports. Uh, Yeah, weird, weird deal that went down for the Red Wings. Not not weird for the Red Wings, weird for the other team. Um but yeah, good day to be a Red Wings fan, I think. I think so as well. Maybe not a Pistons fan? Yeah, no. They keep close losses till the end of the season. They're doing great. Percentage or what is it? The integrity, integrity. of percentages. There you go. Hardy har har. I feel like when I say that I need one of those um, like 1700 style wigs with like a gavel, integrity of percentages. I can hit, you know, like a little, a little bolo they tie. Still, they still, uh, I believe they still do that in British Parliament. I believe they uh, do too. They have to like all still wear the wigs. I like it. And tradition lives. I like that. Uh, the reason the reason that came to my mind right away is because uh, Amistad was on television this morning at about one thirty, uh, so that's what I was uh, that's what I was that's what I was watching. Uh, little insomnia. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I really, I mean, yesterday was a day too. I just uh, couldn't fall asleep. Missed my window and and Amistad. It was so loaded cast, loaded cast, older film. 
But uh, yeah, I, I like this text that we got early. Um, I, I, should I, I read it now or just save it until we actually talk about uh, Dylan Larkin signing with the team? It doesn't matter. Like, did anybody believe that they're like they weren't going to get the deal done? The, the question was the money. Like, how much how much money is he going to sign for? Because the deal that had come out two three weeks ago was going to push his number around a little bit. So was it going to be eight? Was it going to be eight and a quarter? Eight and a half? Eight and three quarters? Um, so the text was, I told you my inside sources were right. Dylan Larkin would sign and did sign. I, w- I would say probably 95% of the Detroit Red Wings fans believe that he would sign. Um the dollar amount. I noticed that uh, old Mr. Big Facts here, Freddie, all these uh, all these people that tweeted him happy birthday. I spent all that time concocting that really nice birthday message and didn't hear boo-hoo from him about it. Man, I was like, geez, this guy must not like my uh, must not like my birthday message. All he wanted to do is wish the guy happy birthday. He didn't say anything about it. Put his favorite team on Twitter and everything. Unbelievable. Just uh, yeah, it was. I was I was in shock. In shock that uh, that wouldn't get any any response at all. He was whatsoever. busy working and making sure his oven was on because he only has one, only one oven. That's uh, that's going to be tough for lunch. Only one, uh, only one oven. Uh, but happy birthday once again to Freddie. Even played a special song for him here. Just nothing. Just nothing. Just crickets everywhere. Uh, I had college hoops last night. Congratulations uh, to the Toledo women's basketball team. They've clinched at least a share of the Mid-American Conference title. It all comes down to uh, their game against Bowling Green for the outright win, uh, which will be Saturday. Now, between the men's and women's programs at Toledo, they have won 26 consecutive games. 14 on the men's side. That makes it a dozen straight on the women's side. And boy, was that really something. That was that was something right there. Uh, so good for, you know, very, very good for uh, them and good for the uh, good for the Mac. And I'm very excited. They have a great head coach and uh, just to really, really enjoy, enjoy her and, and enjoy their program. So congratulations. Did you guys watch any uh, Auburn, Alabama? What did you watch last night? Uh, I went to dinner last night. Then I ca- caught the last uh, ten minutes of the Pistons game. Oh yeah, where where'd you end up going? Um, it's called like Da Eduardo. Pretty good Italian place, Gross Point, right by the house. So it was great. Like they have uh, you know, all uh wooden walls, you know, and like these inlet uh booths and stuff. Very cool place. Oh really? That sounds yeah. fun. It was awesome. Great dinner. Eduardo's, you said? It's like Da Eduardo. In Gross Point. Yes. Wow, would you recommend that? I would, yeah. It was fantastic. Lots and different cocktails, uh, extensive menu. It was very good. Okay. Huge chocolate sundae for dessert. Oh, wow. Hey, man, you go out to dinner, you got to treat yourself, right? Anybody who's on a, any sort of plan or anything like that, like you go out to dinner, yeah, enjoy yourself a little bit, would you? You know, don't don't worry about it. It's a big See, thing. I, 
growing up, and I'm sure, I don't know if you guys were the same way, never ordered dessert at a restaurant unless it was your birthday. Oh, yeah. Our, my parents weren't about that life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you were, your family was the same way, Anthony. No, we there was a couple that uh, not a couple, but a family of four that we we used to vacation with. There were a whole bunch of families, and we we'd go out to dinner every once in a while uh, as a big group, uh, because we didn't go out a whole lot. Because I mean, we're in the grocery business, so uh, uh, going out to eat was it wasn't something you do you know that often. But the one guy who uh, Mr. G, he was great because. You know, if you saw something on the dessert menu that you liked, and this is something that I've carried with me my entire life, and I do this all the time, but if you see something you like or two things that you like, let's order it, and then every like everybody gets some. You know, so if they, if they had a, a really diverse dessert menu, and you know somebody wanted like a carrot cake or a creme brulee or a tiramisu or a cheesecake or whatever the case may, be, whatever whatever they had, you know, if there were five or six or seven different options. And everybody was going a different different direction. You would order it, and then you know just you know pass the plate type of deal, which which is which is great. You know, I would I do that. Uh, you know, in today's world uh, with dessert, do you see something? You see a couple things, like yeah. I mean, let's get both of those. Let's get this, and uh, yeah, can you know that's adulthood. That is that's, adulthood. That, like I'm that sure Ryan adulthood. does that now. Like you know, if him and his wife see three, you know, there's three dishes between the three of them. There are two of them, and they're like, hey, let's get the third. You know, that, yeah. But no, you're not going to do it for your kids. I look at my <laughs> wife. I go, is it your birthday? No dessert. But also, no I, for you. I'm the person. I can say no to dessert quite easily. Like, I like dessert, but I can. I eat to be done after dinner. Like, I don't save room for dessert ever. And that's a uh, that's a very good point, too, because I kind of feel the same. If dinner's really good. I probably won't have dessert. All right, we're going to step aside some dessert uh, for the Lions. We've got uh, some breaking news that came out yesterday in regards to the Lions draft. Uh, Brad Holmes spoke to the media. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. And we're close to March Madness. 
So be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Share your thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248-951-2176. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kayla, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening uh, this morning. It's great to have you riding along with us. This is a uh, this is a story that came out yesterday, by the way, that that, that does affect the Detroit Lions draft because you know we had Brad Holmes talking to uh, NFL Network as well yesterday. But did you guys see this? Jalen Carter, one of the top NFL prospects in this upcoming draft has been charged with racing in that fatal crash earlier this year. Did you guys see this story? When it, I mean, we knew that Carter wasn't going to work out. Jalen Carter on the interior line is somebody that if he was there at six, the Lions, I mean, it's almost like a no-brainer. Oh, we lost, lost your audio. Anthony, I don't know, is uh can't see, can't hear him. He's still connected to us. Not sure what's going on. Anthony, he probably can't hear us because he doesn't seem like he's interacting with the uh camera. Or he's he's still interacting with the camera like he uh is still on the air. Not sure what the deal is. He was looking at his uh thing like there was going to be an issue. Yeah. No. Uh, I did. Uh, I saw this Jalen Carter thing. Um, people are reckless with. Uh, I just. I'm amazed at the recklessness of people that have the whole world in front of them. There we go. We're we're back. Hey, he's yeah. back. We're back. I don't know what happened. I don't know where 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 you where we left off. Right from the beginning. Oh, right from the top. Okay, so. Let's backtrack here. Yeah. You brought up Jalen Carter, and it sounded like you were pausing for effect. And nope, your audio just went away. I was pausing for very, very special effects there. So, Jalen, if the Lions are there at six and he's on the board, from the interior line, the Lions are going going to select Jalen Carter. Like, he's there. He is a one-man wrecking machine. And... He has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with that crash that killed not only a teammate, but also a recruiting staff member. Now, the Athens-Clark County Police Department issued an arrest warrant that was obtained yesterday by the AP. It alleges that Carter was racing his 2021 Jeep Trackhawk against a 2021 Ford Expedition driven by the recruiting staff for 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix. 
which led to the January 15th wreck. The announcement came hours after the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that Carter was present at the scene of the crash and later provided shifting accounts of the wreck to police. Devin Wilcox was the offensive lineman for the Bulldogs in LaCroix. Uh, he, those two were killed in, issue, killed in, the, in what the police initially reported as a single-vehicle accident. Now, Carter was booked for reckless driving and racing on highway streets at 11.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time yesterday, released at 11.49 after posting bond, according to online records. Reckless driving and racing are both misdemeanors in Georgia. However, now Carter was slated to speak to reporters yesterday at the Combine, as previously scheduled for media availability, but a league spokesperson later told reporters Carter would not be speaking because of he and five other players were still conducting their physicals. In a statement to social media, Jalen Carter said, This morning I received a telephone call from Athens, Georgia Police Department informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued for me for reckless driving and racing. Numerous media reports have also circulated this morning containing inaccurate information concerning the tragic events of January 15th, 2023. It is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented. There is no question in my mind when all of the facts are known that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. Now what do you do? Police investigation has uh, determined that alcohol impairment, racing, reckless driving, and speed were significant contributing factors to the fatal crash. The SUV driven by LaCroix was traveling at about 104 miles an hour before the crash. LaCroix's blood alcohol was 0.197, more than twice the legal limit in Georgia. Very interesting. Uh, Now what do you do? What do you do? Because Carter wasn't drinking, or oh, at least according to that, what I'm reading, it just says the cop saw no sign of alcohol. I'm just asking versus the other guy who was. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen because know. Carter left the scene before police and emergency personnel could arrive, and then returned to the scene less than two hours later, according to the. Uh, the paper, which reported that he was asked by police whether he had been racing the vehicle that crashed. Carter first told police that he heard the crash from a nearby apartment complex, but then later told an officer he had he had been driving both in, uh, behind and beside the SUV driven by LaCroix. Only a misdemeanor that resulted in two people dead? Seems kind of... Well, uh, it's it's not really... Yeah, he's racing, but he wasn't driving the car that the guy he, died. I mean, yeah, he just wasn't driving the car that the that, that crashed into. The I understand it, it is one hundred percent. It's reckless driving. Uh, you know, should not have his license. I don't. But Dude, like but the whole criminal wrongdoing, I don't. I the other guy was drunk. He's. I understand well, that it's yeah two misdemeanor warrants for reckless driving and racing. That's. Seems about right. Do you draft him? I mean, Indomitian Sue got in a questionable car crash after he was drafted. Nobody said anything about that. 
after he was drafted. I'm, this is we're in the we're I'm in the pre-draft saying, process. I know. Say so we're gonna find out moralities of some franchises here in the NFL yeah, with we? Jalen Carter, and then coming up in the NBA with with Brandon Miller. I mean, is what do a, we got? I mean, are what's what are you looking at as worse, Mozzie Smith or this? Well, well this, uh, this, because yeah. that resulted in. Uh, th- again, out. he's not driving the vehicle. The guy was drunk driving. Right, but if you are racing him, if you are if you are not racing him, the guy was a twenty four year old staffer. He should have known better. It, indeed, I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, he's dead now, so there's nothing we can really. I mean, wh- whether what he knew, didn't know, if he, yeah, who knows? But if you're not racing him, that accident probably doesn't happen. If you're not there as an accessory to somebody doing that miles per hour, like Jalen Carter shouldn't have been going that fast. If you were behind and beside the vehicle and this guy wrecked at 104, how fast but were you? You, going? you just said a word, accessory. And he's, according to this, there's no accessory to the death. You Correct. said, okay, that's the difference. Correct. The only charges are reckless driving and racing on highway and streets. That's it. Um, if he's there at six, you want the Lions to take him. I, at this, I would like to see how this plays out a little bit. See how he handles it. How it goes down in court. Yeah, I would like before we make any decisions. Man, that's a uh, it's a lot. That's a lot. You know, I'm just saying, like the guy yeah. gets in court, starts acting a fool. Then yeah, maybe he's not maybe the that person. drops to the seventh round. Yeah, if he's available. It, I mean, it's I, I caught the last bit when I reconnected, and I thought that uh, what I caught was was good. It's amazing how some of these people, with all of this in front of them, how all of this in front of them can be just that dumb. It really is. You know, the Brandon Miller thing as well. Uh, the the Nate Oates, I know that they just won the SEC last night. Nate Oates versus Bruce Pearl, a real battle of morality there. But I mean, it's a uh, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll hear from uh, what the from Brad Holmes sitting down with our guy Peter Schrager. So we'll we'll uh, we'll hear from uh, what the GM thinks there. Oh, we did we did get a uh, we did get a tweet uh, back. This is great. Uh, we got something back from uh, Freddie. We'll look for that. Dylan Larkin signs. Philip Hirona is out of here. We'll talk about it next year. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news. 
press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and & Light and & Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. You're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us. You can text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000. Call us on the Meyer Supercenter guest line 248-951-2176, Hush it. I did respond to your tweet, AB. I see it. It was at 924 yesterday morning said thanks and then it said go irish i don't know why 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 you would put that uh and i said it was guaranteed dylan would take less and eiserman knew he would because of a family member having a business here less than what that's the that's the question he took right at the money that they were expecting, pretty much. Yeah, the, the the question was is could they get him at eight and a quarter? Could they get him at eight? You know, or was it it, it wasn't going to be nine million dollars? Like, there's no way. They, 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 I mean, you're not going to pay him nine or ten million dollars a season on average annual value, as they like to say in the NHL. Like that, that just was not going to happen. But, uh, but here, I mean, yeah, sure. Ninety five percent of Wings fans were only guessing. And thank you for the birthday wish, Ryan and A.B. and Dan. Yes, Dan Bellino, not the other Dan. Any other inside info you need, A.B., just ask off the record. I got you. Hungover Freddy. Did Freddy do a little drinking last night? I don't know. I, I see how that I happens. Say he posted a pic of some uh, Johnny Walker blue. Ooh. Is that his drink of choice? And you run up there with a birthday gift and grab a pizza. That sounds like a great plan. Oh, the last time I went up there to get a pizza, I, I ended up being there for like an hour and a half. And sit down, and the cups are flowing, and the pizza's coming out. You know, it's nuts. Brought to the back. And I, I sat down at the, the back. The family table. Me. I almost started just, I'm like, where are the aprons at? What do you need me to do? I was sitting there watching people work. You, you got to get in on the action. Well, you want me to need the dough a little bit? You got to throw a pie around, run the cash register? What do you need? Uh, the problem I would have is 
He left the accident and his fellow teammates and tried to cover up what happened. Not sure there's anything that could have been done, but leaving the scene of an accident, returning two hours later, is questionable. That comes from Thomas on Twitter. Uh, somebody got out of bed to use the restroom and accidentally unplugged the wire. You are trying to... <laughs> Freddie. I, I don't know what kind of life Freddie thinks I live. I was up late last night watching Amistad, Freddie, after basketball because I couldn't sleep. I don't know why. I had like a million thoughts going on, um, one of which was uh, obviously the Jalen Carter story and what, what happens now, what happens next, where does he slide to because what, what are you going to do when you have somebody out here with um, you know pending, pending charges? Carter, who is the number one prospect in the draft, according to Mel Kuyper. What well, is it going to work out anyways, um, for whatever reason? And just doing the interviews, and now every everything's going to be about this this incident. What do you what do you do with somebody like this? That that's a big question. Uh, another big question that uh, that was kind of answered, but not really. What do you make of this? The executive vice president, general manager of the Detroit Lions, Brad Holmes, woke up with good morning football uh, yesterday from the NFL scouting combine in Indy. Here is what Holmes had to say to our guy, Peter Schrager. And a year ago, he would have called it the Stafford trade. Well, now it's the Stafford golf trade because I think golf had this great year and it's, hey, we could look at these guys as equals. Um, you also have the Hawkinson trade that you made midseason. I'm looking at your draft picks. You have a sixth overall pick, an 18th overall pick, multiple second-round picks, a third-round pick. This is going to be a very important draft for the Detroit Lions. How are you approaching it? Yeah, you know, we're saying continue the same approach that we've always had and just we want to add good football players that fit our culture and um, guys that we love and guys that are truly fits. And I've talked about about free agency, about, you know, we're always strategic and selective and finding the right guys. Well, we're continuing the same process in the draft. And I think in the past it's like, you know, you know, in terms of free agency, can we get guys that can really – fit our culture or do, do guys want to come to Detroit and all that but when it comes to the draft we want guys that fit our culture and that's when we're just going to get the best football player for us yeah. when when Schrager said this is a very important draft for the Detroit Lions do you think Brad Holmes inside was like rolling his eyes like aren't they all very important drafts all of them for every team it's a very important draft like here's your opportunity to select the guys that you want coming out of college like here is your opportunity we're talking rookie players high upside Rookie players, low contracts. Like, you have to build your roster through the draft. If not, you end up in a state like the uh, the L.A. Rams are. Now, did it pay off? Yes, it did. What are they doing right now? They got their one title out of it, but they're not built for sustained success. They're not New England. They're not Kansas City. They're not Philadelphia. They are one and done. They're like Kentucky basketball. The Rams were here. They showed up. They got their guy. They won their trophy. And now reports are surfacing that Baker Mayfield might have an opportunity to compete to, to be a starter in L.A. because the locker room really likes him in 2023. What? All right, more from Brad Holmes. And you're looking at some of the drafts you guys had in recent years. Last year you had Aiden Hutchinson, but you also get Houston, the pass rusher. You also bring these defensive backs that not everyone had heard of. The young core. How happy are you that they're developing and they're coming together as well? Yeah, no, that was exciting to see. You know, obviously, um, we have some improvements to do on uh, defense as a whole. But I will say, you know, we drafted six defensive players in last year's draft and five of those six, you know, end up being core pieces of our team. So those guys had to grow together. You know, you take a little lumps early on, but those guys learn how to win. And it was a cool maturation process to see with all those guys. Yeah, I want to ask about the.
I love that as well. Uh, I love that this coaching staff gave last year's draft class, um, or maybe gave them the opportunity is the wrong way to phrase it. Maybe last year's draft class earned the right to have a shot. Now, we knew that Aiden Hutchinson, you're the first-round pick. You're drafted to be a starter tomorrow. So that that's exactly why. Like, the minute you walk across that stage, you could probably put that jersey on right now and go out there and hit somebody because that's why we took you in the first round. You are ready to go right now. That is why there are times where I struggle mightily when considering a position that you already have filled with somebody who already has NFL experience, who is a good player, who statistically performed at a top 10 level last year in the National Football League. Why are we worried necessarily about a future replacement at number six or number 18 with a guy that plays the quarterback position when you have Jared Goff under contract, uh, not only from a financials perspective, but also because you need guys that can come in and play right now. Right now. And I know you can look back to Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs situation. I don't know if Alex Smith ever had a year that he was statistically as good as Jared Goff was last year. That's how good Goff was last season. And for me, when we're looking at six and we're looking at 18, if the Lions are going to stay there, we're looking at guys that can come in and hit the football field and play immediately for this team. That's what you're looking for. And Brad Holmes saying, yeah, we need some help on the defensive side as a whole. We know that. Right, they still they they want to acquire more talent, but what do they do about that quarterback position? Because they you know do need a backup. Love Dave in Hudsonville uh, yesterday talking about who who was Dave who Dave in Hudsonville mentioned yesterday for the backup quarterback position. Marcus Mariota. That's right, Marcus Mariota. I just want to hear more people say it. Uh, but it is a. Uh, I thought Dave did a great job with his uh, Marcus Mariota in you know impression. But that, like, that's something I see happening for a backup quarterback. Not at six. Just like not at two last year. It didn't make any sense then. It doesn't make any sense now. But what are they going to do at quarterback? Here's Brad Holmes. Quarterback, because in Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, which is the Bible here on NFL Network, <laughs> with that 18th pick, there was a quarterback selected. Um, Jared Goff had this great year, but we do know his contract number and all that. Is there a scenario where you could see a young quarterback selected by the Detroit Lions with those first two picks? Yeah, you know, it just has to make sense. You know, obviously, uh, we like Jared. He's our starter, um, but you know, we don't have a lot behind him, and so um, we were kind of, we we're kind of going sliding into home plate at the very end off a of train. Camp trying to find a backup quarterback sure. and able to get Nate Sudfeld and did a nice job for us. But, um, you know, and, you know, we've had these open, transparent conversations about, you know, we're happy with Jared. He's our starter, but, you know, we need to add some pieces in that room overall. So, whether it's in, you know, free agency or, you know, in the draft, you know, we, we just got to get somebody to continue to develop. I like the continue to develop point. Like we just got we got to get somebody. We got some somebody that could come in here and hang out in the event of a uh, of an emergency. Did that feel? I, I mean, I know that everybody's holding their cards close to their chest, right? I I get that. You're a part of the NFL Combine, all of these meetings, uh, trade deadline, free agency, everything that surrounds professional sports is all about poker. It's all about yeah. Poker. The poker. You're not gonna tell anybody what you have. You're not gonna tell anybody what you're doing. He also didn't say anything. 
If you, you know, you're not going to walk out there and tell him Amon Ra is running a drag across the middle of the field. That's what we're looking for. Like you're, you're never going to say that. Yeah, and but he, when you hear Brad Holmes refer to the quarterback situation like this, what does that make you? Yeah, I was trying to talk, and I was wondering why Anthony was uh, not paying attention to me. Apparently, his connection is lost again. What a what a gentleman! I was getting a little, I was a little angry at him because I didn't know why he wasn't letting me speak. But what Brett? What? Well, now I want Anthony to hear my. Okay, now now we're just getting cross locks on the. Audio, Anthony. I don't know if you're even there right now, or if you're not. Say, I, I let him know we're having some network connectivity problems this morning when it comes to making sure our audio is uh, in sync with everyone. So yeah, what I want, <laughs> oh, Anthony, Anthony, are you here? Did it happen again? It did. When did Dan it was trying on? to talk, you were talking. We could hear you. Uh-huh. And Dan was trying to talk, and you were cutting him off because you couldn't hear us. Yeah, so I, I was, like, you. getting angry at you. So Dan was trying to jump in. Were you in mad like, at me, Dan? He was until we realized that you couldn't hear us, and then your audio just dropped. This is very – so. See, you know, for that kind of money, you got to get this thing to work. I might have to get on the phone with uh, Albert and uh, call Comrex. We're going to have to do the old conference call there and see what the deal is. Where did I leave off? Well, the what, I was, what I was saying was uh, the – the quote there from Mr. Holmes, he doesn't even say a player. What did he say? We need to get some more people in that room or something to that. He he didn't say even a new quarterback. Could be a new coach. He didn't even say pieces. Or he didn't even say people. He just said we need to add some pieces. Right. You don't know what that – what does that mean, pieces? Pieces of me. New quarterback specialist. Who knows? Maybe a Tom Amansky video. I, I don't know what it means, uh, but it's, I mean, you're not, he's not going to tell anybody, anybody, but, or anything to begin with, but you are, as a general manager, you feel good about the starter. You're not going to spend pick six or 18 on that, on that position. Is it day three of the NFL draft? Is it day two? What, what happens next? And this is a guy that, I mean, remember, the Lions did get Kirby Joseph with the compensation pick for Kenny Galladay. So that's, uh, you know, that, that, that's a couple of, that's a pretty good evaluation there. Per, good. Uh, by the way, per Adam Schefter, Jalen Carter was booked at 11.33 and released at 11.49 mm-hmm. after posting bond. Mm-hmm. He's, it's nothing's going to happen. He's going to be a top five pick still. Uh, more than likely. More than likely. I wasn't sure when I first heard the story yesterday or saw the news, it seemed to be a pretty hefty reaction. Oh, you were, you were still awake at 1150 last night when that happened, Anthony. That's why you saw it. Yeah. Well, I'm like, well, you know, no, no, no. When the initial, when the initial, before we knew what the charges were, uh, that he was being charged, it was like, oh, you don't say. Really? This is interesting. So there's more to the story here. You know, I, have you seen that viral video that's been going around where they show what the uh, what a crash looks like at 30 and at 50 and at 80 miles an hour? Have you seen that? 
It hits a pole. Uh, I know I have not, but I can only imagine. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, you know, I feel bad for the individuals uh, that were that were in that vehicle. To but to leave the scene of the, uh, the crime and come come back, that sounds only to say that you heard the crash from a nearby apartment complex, and then to say that oh well, you know, you're driving beside and behind the vehicle, like ah. I don't know. I don't know what you do there. I guess you wait and see what the uh, what the charges, you know, what sticks and what doesn't, and then you base your evaluation off of uh, off of that. But it will hurt. I I don't know. I don't. I, does he go in the top ten now? Does he slide a little bit? Who's going to be willing to to take that that hit on the old image there in order to you know secure a guy of his talent level? Because I mean, you look at a guy like Joe Mixon, who I'll continue to bring up as as long as anybody wants to talk about uh, the NFL and uh, you know players and talent and character and anything that goes back and forth with that. The Bengals still selected, you know, they still picked up Joe Mixon, and Joe Mixon still plays. And so anything the NFL says about you know how they care about what you know what the image of, uh, come on now, we have that we have that on video. He punches a girl inside of a fast food joint, knocks her out cold. That's on video. You know, you got, it's just, it's not a, uh, it's not a league in which, um, you know, if you can play, they want you to play that. That's just, that, that is, that is like a is. more relatable case too. Like we all knew Xavier Simpson wasn't going to be this high draft pick. Did his car incident tra- cost him his NBA opportunity? I no. think his height did. You're right. But I would say if that it, the skill level is a lot different, but he had a, car issue where there was alcohol involved he's played nba games he made the g league he was in the summer league like the these teams don't have morality clauses like they pretend they say they do oh no they they it's all talent yeah it's all talent and in the the sad part about the rebuttal is is well did anybody get hurt? Did anybody die? And it, like, if that's what you're countering with, then what's it say about the situation to begin with? Okay, but <laughs> you know, it's like when Buckeye Spartan was talking about Mozzie Smith and his gun versus you know the guy who who walked onto the campus at Michigan State. Like, what are we doing? Legitimate question. What what are we doing? What do we want? Not everybody's going to be perfect. People are going to make mistakes. I'm I'm okay with making mistakes. Like it it everybody does it. Nobody's infallible. But at what point do you are you like, okay, well, you know, yeah, this is probably a borderline. This is more than a mistake here. Like the most recent John Morant news. John Morant still playing, punched a 17-year-old. And then more more comes out about that story. The, this happened over the summer. And it was it wasn't really that big of a story, but now uh, the individual's family who's pressing charges against John Morant, you know, they're saying that he might have had a firearm on him. That doesn't sound good for a guy who had an incident with his posse in a in a post game bus. Was it Sacramento? Is it Sacramento's bus? Indy's bus? Somebody's bus? Yeah, that's who you're hanging out with. Uh, some of your tweets that have referenced violence, like you that that's the lifestyle you want to live, Clarence. I guess. But, uh, you know, he's still going to be out there playing. Very, very interesting how all of this will be handled.